Haven Shine Reviews. What are we up to? Episode 18, 19 already. We're, we're, we're just cruising right along. We got a great show. And, it, and yes, it is the 19th. I can't, I can't really count. So um, we got a great show for you, though. Um, we're going to go to... We're going to do 50 movies that you must see. It's actually 53, but we won't count, of course. Um, I picked out nine genres for today. And basically, we're going to give you must-see movies in those genres. And you are more than welcome to contribute to those, those genres if you think of them. So... So get on that chat and and start typing in as soon as you hear the genre. So um, you are on Facebook.com backslash RI Broadcasting or you're at YouTube at Rhode Island Broadcasting or you're on Twitch.tv backslash ri underscore broadcasting so you're on one of those things watching the show tomorrow you'll be able to hear it on anchor spotify and google podcasts and uh we're gonna jump right into this um we're gonna start it off with classic children's movies and the two that come to mind when we talk about this is, and I've seen them a million times, the first one, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And that's with Gene Wilder. Not this, not this crap with Johnny Depp, which was atrocious. Did not like it. The Oompa Loompers, there was only one that was mass-produced on the Johnny Depp when the original had real Oompa Loompas. Yes, they were real. Real, 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 real. Fantastic movie. It had music. Everybody everybody was singing. And, you know, and then all the drama with the, the golden tickets and it was just a fabulous movie. I don't care when it was made. It is still awesome today. And I still watch it when it comes on there. So that is an absolute must see. Absolutely. The second of this genre that I picked out, of course, is the wizard of Oz. Again, seen it a million times. It it doesn't get old for me. I, I absolutely love the movie. You know, it it had everything that you could want in a movie. It had drama. It had some comedy. It had, you know, the evil witch, of course. You know, so it had everything you need to have a great movie. And it delivered then, and it's still delivering today. It is still on a couple of times a year, and people watch it because it's tradition and a great movie. And that is also a must-see movie. Like, you have to see those two movies. It doesn't matter when you watch them, but you have to see them. I mean, it's part of film history a big part of that so those are the two that i chose for for that genre i don't know do you have do you have one that you like type it in and if i think it belongs in the must see i'll tell you if i don't think so i'll tell you so we're going to move on. We're going to go to animated. Now, in case you missed it, we're going to do 50-plus movies that are must-see in the nine genres that I chose. The first genre, we just finished up with classic children's. Um, and now we've moved on to animated movies. <coughs> now this, 
and this is why I say 50 plus because some of the movies have multiple movies in the series and therefore you know I couldn't just nail it down to 50 movies so the first one an animated um, I chose up now it is not something that everybody has seen but you really should see that movie it was fantastic I mean the story was amazing the animation was amazing the voice actors were awesome like there is nothing bad about this movie and and it should be seen by everyone and it hasn't yet but it should be you know so if you can check out that movie because that i feel that is that is ultra important is to spread the word about a movie um so the next one I chose is Lion King. So, I mean, it's obvious, right? It's a must-see movie. That one is obvious. You have to go see that, right? Yeah, of course. So, so load that up on your, on your Disney Plus or whatever you have. If you have IPTV like I do, then I can see it anytime I want. Uh, the next one I chose was Mulan, another Disney movie. And I really loved that movie for so many reasons. Um, first, first it kind of breaks that princess, you know, color barrier that was present in most Disney movies, as we all know. And now they do stuff, you know, like Moana and they did Pocahontas. So they've done a lot of that type of movies since, you know, doing all the Snow White, Cinderella, you know, all the, the classic ones. But Mulan is one of my favorite Disney movies. And I, I loved it. I even liked the, the, the live bodied movie you know that they did even though most people said that they didn't like it but i liked it but mulan the animated movie was fantastic i loved it one of my favorites um and from there from there we go to spider-man into the spideyverse now mostly because it takes Spider-Man out of like the, the big movie theater kind of thing and puts him into an animated situation where there's a Spideyverse and there's multiple Spider-Men and you know and it, it just creates the story that is just so different than what you're gonna get fed by the big studios. And I thought they did a great job on that movie. And the second one as well. So, again, those two get added um, to the must-see. You, like, you have to see those movies. Like, so, look, these are all special movies that were made for whatever the reason was. And, you know, it's not just that they're a good movie some of these movies are history making movies too so you know you gotta see see that and that leaves me with two left and one of those is the incredibles both of them like these two movies i love my second favorite animated series of movies and i hope they make another one but they better not wait too long. Those all those actors are getting older, <laughs> so 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 we need another one soon. None of this 10, 12 years thing. So um, the Incredibles loved the first one, and then when the second one came out, it it was just as good, if not better, if not better. So you got to see those, and then the last one which i don't know this movie 
just hits home for for me because of the characters in it and that is toy story because when you show you know the pig you know the piggy bank and mr potato head mrs potato head and even the army men the plastic army men these are all part of my childhood and really it it, it couldn't have been a better series to be honest with you like toy story the first one was just so amazing and it was it was like real life when you know you get home from school you know when i was a kid i used to have the army men and me and a friend used to used to build a fort each and then we'd have to shoot those army men with elastics and the first person to kill all the other army men wins. So you can build anything you wanted that was in the room and put it in there. The army man has to be visible at least a little bit because he has to be able to be hit by the elastic. And if you hit him, he's dead. And so that, that brought a lot back when I was a kid and just the story, you know, of Woody and, and Buzz and Andy, the child, it was just an amazing um, script for an animated movie. It was, it was amazing. So I put those as well into the must-see because you really have to see them. And yes, I know, there's all those classic ones, you know, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves and stuff like that. I know that. But that's not what that's not what <laughs> we're doing this for. We're not doing this for because of the classics, you know. Yes, Gone with the Wind, ooh, that's a must-see, right? No, not for me it isn't. I don't care. That, that's not That's not enticing to me. I don't want to see Gone with the Wind, you know? Especially when it's all about a plantation and stuff like that. So, yeah, like, that's already, you know, canceled. <laughs> it's a, so it's not the classic that I want to see. There are classics, you know, Wizard of Oz, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Packet. Those are classics, and I want to see them. But... You know, this is this is celebrating movies that everybody can can watch and enjoy. So so that is animated movies that you must see. So we're done with classic children. We're done with animated. We're gonna go on to holidays. Now, really, when you're talking holidays, there's really only one holiday that. That people are watching movies about and that is Christmas there's also Halloween but those are the horror side um, so I didn't I didn't do the Halloween holidays um, I stuck with the Christmas uh, primarily because you know there's only two that people really care about like really oh there may be a couple for Valentine's Day but you know that's not like must see. Um, so if I can find it on here, I can tell you what they are. So I have a list of four. I have four. Um, the first one is a Charlie Brown Christmas. Like, really, if you haven't seen that, <laughs> you need to just go see it right now. Like, Download it right now and watch A Charlie Brown Christmas. It is it is such a great, great episode of any Charlie Brown movie that they've put out. It, it's fantastic. I absolutely love this one. I mean, the whole, the tree, you know, the story, you know, it, it's just wonderful. And 
it's really heartwarming at the end. And, you know, it's like Charlie Brown gets no respect until the end of these movies. And I think if you see the movie, you will understand what I'm saying. But that is that is a must-see. And yes, Snorlax, thank you for joining. Indeed, it is. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Pizza time, thank you for coming. Again, Charlie Brown Christmas is a classic. That's a classic that stands up to the to this day. So you want classics, that's one right there. Thank you, you make oh for the bits. I appreciate that. Um uh, the next movie on the the holiday list is It's a Wonderful Life, another classic. So, again, we have classic movies that, you know, you can watch today, and, it, and it's really a good story about Christmas and a guy with his struggles, and, you know, and people have these struggles today. Thank you, Sarah, so much for being here. I appreciate it. So if you're just joining, we are doing 50-plus movies that you must see, and I picked out nine genres to talk about. We did classic children's. We did animated. We are on, we are on holiday right now. And uh, so It's a Wonderful Life definitely makes that must see. Uh, the next one, National Lampoon's. Christmas Vacation. Chevy Chase is absolutely amazing. Beverly D'Angelo compliments Chevy Chase so well. She is great in this movie. This story just, you know, if you have not seen this, this is a must, must see. It's a must see. You got, like, there's so much funny there, you know, they're on that Christmas vacation, they're going, and, you know, there's a lot of stuff that happens while they're on this little trek. You know, yes, pizza time, it is hilarious. Just, just seeing Chevy Chase and the faces he makes makes you laugh. He was, he was a comedic genius especially in this movie. He was perfect. Kent, how are you? Nice to see you. Welcome. So, Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase, definitely a must-see. And there's a couple of other movies that they have in that series, which are funny as well. Um, but none better than this one. This one was pretty damn good. Um... And the last one, Home Alone. Like, really, like, Macaulay Culkin. Oh, my God. What a movie. This was this was fantastic. And the second one was good, too. And then they changed the kid and did another thing with Home Alone 3. And, and it ruined everything. But Home Alone 1 and 2 is, is so good. It's so good. It's funny. Like when when you get the guys trying to break in, one Joe Pesci, you know, who is a funny man himself. Um and this kid <coughs> does all these these booby traps to get these guys. It <coughs> it's hilarious. It's hilarious. And you know, it, it's it's something that, you know, probably never will happen ever, but <clears throat> but it is a possibility with today every, everybody's in a hurry for everything and if a kid gets left home who knows what could happen you know and he was just a, when he was a little kid he was hilarious he was hilarious he was a funny kid and it made for a wonderful movie and I think it, I, I look, it's not an Oscar winning movie by no means, you know, but it is entertaining and it is fun to watch. 
and you can see it more than once, it makes it a must-see movie because of the the quality of times that you can actually watch this movie. And you know, when you get a movie that you can you can see over and over, that's a must-see movie in my book. It doesn't have to be an Oscar winner. That's not what this is about. This is about pure entertainment and and the joy of watching a movie. You know, it should be it should mean something to you. So if it makes you laugh, if it makes you cry, if it makes you angry, if it makes you scared, and that's what it's supposed to do, then it's doing its job. It's very simple. So that rounds out my holiday must-see movies. And we go on to video game movies. So it could be about an actual video game, or it could be generally about video games. So um, where do we start from here? Where do I want to start? Um, so I have four listed. One I'm not sure about, but I'm going to get your opinion. And that is Tomb Raider. With <clears throat> the, the original Tomb Raider, not the one that just recently came out. With Angelina Jolie. Now, I don't like Angelina Jolie. But the first Tomb Raider movie was really really good and to me it personified that that video game pretty well you know i mean obviously it wasn't gonna follow the script perfectly but i think it captured the essence of tomb raider and lara croft and i, I think it was very well done i don't know what you think this was a borderline for me. Um, I lean towards very good rather than must see, but I put it there because it was a good video game movie, and there aren't that many good ones. Um, another one that was borderline that I left off was Detective Pikachu. I really liked it, but it fell a little short for me to be on the list of must-see. Um, Sarah, let me see, what did you say? Uh, best childhood movie for me was Christmas. I don't care. I watch over and over again with my family. Um, Goon Boy, make sure to stay hydrated. Thank you, Goon Boy. I am indeed. And yes, when I do these shows, I can't see all that stuff, so you got to remind me. Um, so, so yeah, so Tomb Raider, the, the second one that was not borderline for me, it was there, um, Resident Evil, the very first one, that was a fantastic movie in the horror genre, but also, you know video game and I thought that movie was fantastic it it brought just enough terror and just enough you know realism to to make you paranoid and um, yeah Ali Ali banana Aliyah banana sorry um yeah home alone was in the holiday one and uh, yeah that was that was there so, um, so yeah, so, so Resident Evil, fantastic. They did a great job with that whole movie. It was, it was, it, it had, you know, goosebumps and the whole bit. It was very, very well done. So I thought that was a must see as well. Um, and the next one was Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes, the most recent of all of these movies. 
look, I went in to see Sonic the Hedgehog, and I thought this movie was going to suck. I'll put it bluntly. I thought it was going to be so bad that I was wasting my time. It turned out to be a great movie for a video game. You know, I think I rated it somewhere around an 89, which is very good on um, my ratings. Um, But as far as video game movies, this is a must-see. You have to see it. Everybody was wonderful in this. And I don't like Jim Carrey, but he was in a perfect role for him. He was fantastic in the movie as well. Yes, yes, it was better than I thought. Like I said, I rated it like an 89 because, you know, when you break down all the pieces, you know, like actor believability and, you know, and the script and the and the production and the music and everything, all of those numbers were pretty high. And there wasn't really anything that let me down when I saw that movie. And therefore, it is a must-see movie for video games. Um, the number, the, the top one, I didn't really rank them by order or anything, but but this one certainly would be the best video game movie that I've seen. And I've seen a lot of movies. Um, and that's Ready Player One. I mean, I loved it. I've seen it about three times right now. Um, look, this, this movie was fantastic. It's like everything you could ever want in a video game is in this movie. And, you know, it, it felt like you were part of it. Like, it really did. It felt like you were part of this movie because it was just so massive. And I got to tell you, it's like, it's, it's something that, you know, you can only dream of, it seems. But, like, the, the storyline... You know how it tied the gaming part into real life. It was just so well done. The script was awesome. Everybody was in it. That they were awesome. How you doing, Faceless? Nice to see you. Um, thank you for joining, and I'm and I'm hoping that you you can catch up to where we are. Um, we are doing once again. 50-plus movies that are must-see movies in these genres that I chose. Um, Just rounded out uh, video games, so you missed that one. (coughs) But we've done classic children's animated holiday and video games, and I've got, uh, I believe, five more left. And, um, yeah, so we're going to try to get through this and and, you know, if you want to sub, follow, throw biddies, you know, be, be more, than, more than welcome from you. So uh, the next one is kind of a weird thing that I, that I threw in here because I thought it would be interesting. Um, and I, I put it as Other Planet. So these are all movies that took place on another planet somewhere. Now, I didn't know if I should throw Star Wars in there because technically I don't know if it really happened on one particular planet. It happened on a bunch of things, you know, out in space. So I left Star Wars out. Yes, I left Star Wars out. But these all took place on... A planet. So, um, the first one took place in partially the spaceship, but they did land on the planet. Um, and feel free, you know, throw your your own, throw your own movies in these genres as well, because I may have forgotten something good. Um. So, I went with Serenity for the first one, 
which I loved the movie. It was such a good movie, but it's one of those that are borderline on a other planet. A lot of it did take place on a planet, but a lot of it took place in the spaceship. So, um, so yeah, so I did Serenity. I thought the action was awesome. The story was awesome. The actors were awesome. It's one of my favorite sci-fi movies. Just saying. One of my favorites. Uh, the second one. You got to go back to the 40s, people. You, you weren't alive. You weren't alive. Um, Abbott and Costello go to Venus. Now, look. I know you're saying, what? Who are they? Um, War of the Worlds took on took place on this planet, so that did not qualify. But it was a good movie, by the way. Valkyrie. Um, look, Abbott and Costello, to me, is the best comedy team of all time. All time. Best comedy team. They were hilarious. And if you watch the movie, forget about the time period that you're watching. Just listen to the comedy. It was, it's funny. They are funny. Big Walker. Zap, zappy, zap. Um, so they're a comedy team. And, you know, Abbott and Costello goes to Venus. Was funny. Funny. So it's a planet with all women. And then there's these two schmoes, you know, happen to crash land in Venus. The fun begins there. Let me tell you, these guys are hilarious. And um, they have a lot of movies that you can watch that are just funny. And if you don't think they're funny, go after the show. Go look up who's on first. After the show, who's on first? That's all you need to type in. Who's on first? Total Recall was a good movie, but it wasn't a must-see. I did like it. You have what you want. Give the people the air. That's my Arnold right there. There you go. You heard it here. Get to the chopper. So, um, Abbott and Costello, the second one of the of the the other planet genre. Third one, Stargate. I love that movie. Second favorite sci-fi movie after Independence Day. Look, Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. That's a football player. <laughs> Kurt Russell <laughs> and and James Spader were awesome in this movie. It was it was great, and then it spawned the TV series, which is my favorite sci-fi TV series by far. Stargate, the movie was awesome, awesome, awesome. That is a must see. You get quality acting. You get a great story. You know, you get a great production team working on all of the special effects and stuff. It is amazing. Yes, Valkyrie. Stargate is amazing. <coughs> and I wish they would bring back the TV show because I miss it. I watch it over and over again. So Stargate, definitely in that list. Um, actually, there's two more. I had five. Um, Pitch Black is the next one. And that is Riddick when he was a prisoner. Well, the Chronicles of Riddick and all that other stuff were prequels and all that stuff. They weren't good. They, were, they had a lot of action in it, but they weren't good movies. Pitch Black was fantastic. It, it's it's scary. 
it's you you're on the edge of your seat you know that's the one with riddick that is an a movie right there that's his best movie he'll ever make period i don't care if you like all those fast and furious you know no pitch black is his best movie by far it's not even close not even close great movie that's a must see you gotta see that one absolutely and number one the, the easy pickings right here um avatar yes all the blue people that aren't smurfs avatar what a look he waited years to make that movie because he needed the technology to be there to make it. He made that movie. It broke records across the planet. Literally broke all the records. And he beat his old record with Titanic with Avatar. Look, yeah, and, and as Valkyrie says... Um, Avatar 2 and 3 are coming. Yes, they are. And I hope he delivers like he delivered in the first one. I gotta think that he's going to because he didn't wait all these years to make Avatar and not to have a good follow-up with Avatar 2 and 3. But he, he, knows, he knows he has to do better than Avatar. Good luck with that, but he has to do better. <laughs> you know, it, 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 it's simple math. In order for a movie to be great, it has to be better than something, right? So if you're making an Avatar 2, it has to be better than the first one in order for it to be great. You saw it with Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings 1, great movie. Great. Then 2 came out. Oh, my God, it's better. Simple. It's simple. So 2 needs to be better. What the heck? Uh, I wish I was on the Twitch so I can ban that person. Uh, let me see if I can delete. Block user on YouTube. There we go. Wow, that's a first for me. We must be hitting it big time then. Must be hitting big time. So when we get that, that means, you know, people are seeing you out there. And now, unfortunately, I just kind of erased the chat. So I didn't get Valkyrie, your last one, and anybody else that. So, so post those up again. Um. Yeah. So, so Avatar, on other planets. Um. That's gonna bring us to sports movies. Now I know some of you aren't sports fans. Um. But these are movies that take place with a sport in it and I got a bunch of them to go to do <coughs> first off um, for baseball I put the natural because to me that was probably the best regular movie baseball movie that people can identify with it was Robert Redford you know hitting the ball into the light smashing Boom, boom. I know there's Field of Dreams and there's Bull Durham that people are going to have on their list. You know. Um, thank you, Goonboy, for that water. <laughs> but I put The Natural on there. Um, and the other one that I put on there is Major League. Look, you don't have to be a baseball fan to think this movie is funny. <laughs> Let me tell you. Charlie Sheen at his best, best, 
you know, it had, it had a lot of comedy, you know, Tom Berenger was in there, you know, um, what's his face? Um, oh my God, I can't think of his name. Blade, Blade, what's his name? Um, Wesley Snipes. So, um, yeah, you gotta, you gotta see that one. That one is fantastic. Uh, thank you, Valkyrie, for being here. Uh, yes, I know you're in England and it's like 3 a.m. over there. I appreciate it so much. Good night, Valkyrie. Um, so, so the other one was was um, Major League and hockey. I chose Mystery Alaska, which was basically an Alaskan pickup team, it seemed, played against the New York Rangers and won. And that was, it was just a, a really good movie um, that meant a lot for a little town. And it, it, was, it was great. The other one is Slapshot. <laughs> Look, if you if you are a hockey fan and love the fights in hockey, this is a movie for you because it's brutal. <laughs> it's brutal. It shows the brutal side of minor league hockey, and it was fantastic, an absolute must. But the best one of all is Miracle. Yes, it was about a miracle on ice with the United States winning in Lake Placid over the Russians, and they were the team that nobody could beat. It's a true story. It was absolutely amazing. I've seen it a billion times, I swear. Um, football, The Blind Side. You got to see that one, The Blind Side. Um, absolutely fantastic movie with Sandra Bullock. Uh, it's about, uh, what is the name? Michael Orr, I believe, uh, played for the Vikings. Um, the other ones are Remember the Titans with Denzel. That was fantastic. Might be the best of all the football movies. Um, except for maybe this one for me. Uh, Waterboy, the Waterboy, Adam Sandler. Yes, it is not an Oscar-winning, you know, movie. It is a comedy, and it is absolutely hilarious. One of the funniest movies of all time. This would actually be in my top five comedies of all time. All time. All. All time. This movie is that funny must see whether it's in this genre or the comedy genre must see absolutely um basketball i really only have one but there's two movies i feel like i have to mention and that's teen wolf and white men can't jump Saw them both. They are not great movies, and they are not must-see. But go see them, because they're kind of good. You know? It's it, it's good. But the only one that I have for basketball that is must-see is Hoosiers. No, not Space Jam. No, not Space Jam 2, for sure. But Hoosiers. It was awesome. It was a great movie. I loved it. I thought... The acting was great in it, and it's a must-see for basketball. Uh, golf, there are two. Two. And the first one is Caddyshack, a comedy. Because how do you really make a good golf movie that's not a comedy? Like, golf is tough to watch as it is. Then you throw in that, you know, it's just drama. What's the drama? What's the drama? There's no drama. You either get it in the hole or you don't get it in the hole. But when there's comedy around it, it makes it great. And Caddyshack delivered. 
And the second one is Happy Gilmore. That delivered. That is my favorite comedy of all time, by the way. Um, Carl Weathers was his, his coach in there. So you take a hockey player and you put him out as a, as a golfer, and this is what you get. It is hilarious. Hilarious. Adam Sandler, vintage Adam Sandler. Him and, you know, so he's got two in this. He's got Halpy Gilmore and the Waterboy. Nice job. Nice job. Uh, soccer. Look, I looked high and low for, for a must-see soccer game, soccer movie. Um, yeah, there's Bend It Like Beckham. No, no Bend them Like Beckham. You know, it's like, it, there's no good soccer movie yet. There will be. You know, it isn't Ladybugs, that's for sure. Uh, the closest that I could get was Victory with Sylvester Stallone, and I believe it had Pele in there. So that redeems itself a little bit. <coughs> um, I like the movie, but it isn't a must-see. But I liked it. That's as close as I got to a good soccer movie. Boxing? Look, there's three that you have to war that you have to see. First, Raging Bull. You must see Raging Bull. It's a must-see movie. Then there's Creed, which is the story of Apollo Creed's son, with Sylvester Stallone as Rocky in it. And then there's Rocky. Um, some people question some of the later Rocky movies. I think if you see all of them together as a whole, <coughs> I think the story makes sense in the latter. Uh, but the first Rocky, Rocky 1, Rocky 2, and Rocky 3, absolutely have to see those. You have to see them. Rocky, by the way, won for best picture. So it won an Oscar for the best movie. Just saying. It was good. Um, so that's sports. I know there was a lot of people that aren't into sports, but I had to do it. I had to do it. Yes, victory was, yeah, they had to, they were like defecting or something like that. The whole team was like, like splitting. <coughs> so, yeah, so very good. I, I'm actually impressed, Faceless. I thought I was the only one that knew that movie. <laughs> so that's good. I, I'm impressed. Um, so, so that's sports. We're going to move on to some Westerns. Um, yeah, now, look. Back in the day, there were spaghetti Westerns, and there was like a Western movie made like every every week. Um, but I've got, I've got three of them listed here that are pretty damn impressive. The first one is the Magnificent Seven, the most recent one, with Denzel and a whole bunch of bunch of big time stars, right? That was really good. And <coughs> it was it was very well done with splitting up the roles and you know and actually recruiting these these people to basically protect the town. And the action was awesome. The whole gunfight at the end was amazing. Well done. Um, and now that I say that, <coughs> I forgot a movie, by the way, which I will add it in. Um, so it was really well done. And I put Magnificent Seven in there. Uh, the second one is Pale Rider with Clint Eastwood. Look, Clint Eastwood is the epitome of a cowboy. That's what he does. The good, bad, the ugly. I could have put that in there, too. You know, but I chose not to. Um, Pale Rider, though, fantastic movie. You know, The Preacher. 
coming to save all these people. You know, it, it look, watch it. If, if even if you're not a Western fan, you know, there there's still a value in watching this movie because you know it has all that revenge factor, the protection factor, you know, just a mystery, you know, preacher factor. So there's a lot of things in this that go beyond just a Western. Um, the next one, which is the one I forgot, and I can't believe I forgot it, is Open Range. Um, mostly because this has the best gunfight ever. Yes, I said that. The best gunfight ever. And I say this <coughs> because when you see this gunfight happen, it is so real. It, it's absolutely amazing. Like, it, it, it's ju it just makes the whole movie absolutely incredible. Like, the story itself, you take the story and it's fantastic, right? You have a great story, you know, the whole scenes and everything that happens, that transpires, that builds up to this moment of the gunfight. Now you're sitting at the edge of your seat and you know something's about to happen. But you don't expect it to happen when it happens. And then all chaos breaks loose. And it, it, it's just incredible. The gunfight of all movies right here. And I, I don't care what people say. Oh, yeah, well, you know, what, what about this one? Look, this is the best gunfight in all movies. And that includes the next movie that I'm talking about is Tombstone, which is my favorite Western of all time and top three movies of all time. Yes. I absolutely love this movie. I can, I can watch it over and over and over. And the thing that, that, that hurts is when I see this movie and I see Val Kilmer, and then knowing how I watched his his documentary and see how he is now, it is heartbreaking. But Val Kilmer as Doc Holliday was incredible. Like, it was amazing. And then, of course, Kurt Russell plays a great wider Sam Elliott. Virgil, you know, like all these, all these stars, Powers Booth as Girly Bill, <laughs> you know, it was a great movie about Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday and the whole cowboy gang. It, it was just a great movie and it had entertainment from moment one of the movie to the end of the movie. It's awesome. So that is Westerns. And now, kind of a weird topic, genre, terrorism. Yes, I went there. I picked terrorism as, as another genre. Um, look, I got four movies in here. Three of them are must-see. One of them is just a good movie, and I feel I needed to mention Passenger 57 with Wesley Snipes who, you know, look, it's not an Oscar winner. Like, most of these aren't. Most of them aren't. They're just good movies that you want to see. But, you know, Passenger 57, it's about an airline, you know, and there's a guy that's on there that's a terrorist. And, you know, so it's a good movie. Not great. Good movie. See it. See if you like it. Um, but the must-see Air Force One, Harrison Ford, plays the president. His plane gets hijacked with a little help from his uh, Secret Service. <coughs> and, you know, again, <laughs> it ain't going to win Oscars for acting or anything like that or Best Picture. This is just an entertaining movie from start to finish. 
um, you always want a president like like Harrison Ford plays. It's it's just yes, classic Harrison Ford. Look, this is a guy that is in two of the biggest movie series of all time. Two, not one, two. Raiders of the Lost Ark and Star Wars. Who does that? Who does that in two big series? This guy made so much money off of those two movies, those two series. It's ridiculous. He didn't have to do anything else. Just keep playing those roles. But he did this one, and it was it was an awesome movie. It was it was entertainment. It like the adrenaline flows when you're watching this movie, and you're like, yeah, you know, it's like get him, you know, and. and it's entertaining, and I think that goes a long way to say it's must-see. You know, like, uh, who the hell wants to see Chariots of Fire? It won an Oscar. I don't want to see it. I thought it sucked. <laughs> it was boring. You know, I don't want to see it. Don't want to. No, that's not a must-see t- movie to me. This, Air Force One, must-see. Next movie. World Trade Center. Okay, Nicolas Cage. God help him to make a good movie once in a while. But this is his, probably his best movie he made. Like, seriously. Um, I like his his um, museum. The, 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 I don't even remember. That's just what it is. Nicolas Cage, you don't remember his movies because he's not good. Uh, American Treasure, National Treasure, whatever it is. I don't remember. But World Trade Center was about the towers, and he was a fireman. And yes, no problem, Goon Boy. Thank you for being here. I'm running a little late because I'm just like jabbering away, and I, it's like an endless topic for me. So, um, and make sure I hydrate. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yes, Nicolas Cage made Face Off with John Travolta, also good, yes. But in between these good movies that he makes, which aren't very many, he makes about four or five bad ones. And let me tell you, I've seen some of these, and I'm like, oh my god, please stop acting. Please stop. Because there's so many bad ones compared to the good ones he makes. Die Hard 1. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Before you even say anything, we're getting to that. But I have not seen Munich yet. So so I will take a look at that and and I will watch that one. Actually, I'm, I'm going to write it down. Munich. I'm going to watch this tomorrow. And I'll let you know, Faceless. I'll... I'll Get on your your next stream, and I'll let you know what I thought of it. Um, but World Trade Center was a fantastic movie about the fire department and you know the the towers that went down, which is a very sad story. But it really hits hard, so be prepared when you watch that movie. But it is a must see. You have to see it. Um, the other one that I picked out is probably in my top five movies as well. And that is The Kingdom with Jamie Foxx. This movie blew me away because I watched it because, oh, oh, look, Jamie Foxx is in a movie. It was not one of his most popular movies. I think this came, came around right after Stealth where he was a pilot with a, for the stealth bomber, I believe it was. Um, and so Kingdom comes out, and I'm like, wait, let me watch this. This movie blew me away. Like, it was so powerful. It was absolutely amazing. It, it, it's clearly one of the best movies ever made. I'm, I'm telling you, 
if you have not seen The Kingdom with Jamie Foxx, you have to see this. You have to. It is absolutely amazing. Uh, it is so powerful. This this brings terrorism to where you don't hear about. So, like they like on the news, you hear you know all oh, this bombing and blah blah blah, but you don't actually see any of that kind of stuff. This movie, you see that stuff. Watch this movie. Watch it. That this this might be, um, and the, and Tombstone might be the best two movies on this entire list. Yes, the kingdom. It will blow you away. You need to watch it. And I don't care where you're from, whether you're from England, Australia, you know, Thailand, um, wherever. Watch this movie. Guarantee you'll like it. Uh, and you'll give a, get a whole new appreciation of Jamie Foxx. Telling you. Telling you. Um, so, so that's that. Uh, I believe we only have one more topic, and yes, it's cop movies. I saved it for last, and I know you mentioned Die Hard. Let me tell you, that is on this list, Die Hard. I have a lot of movies on this list, let me tell you. Um, so starting with Die Hard, look, John McClane. Do, do, do you really need anything else? It's John McClane. I mean, yeah, see, Faceless Scene, it, great movie, and Jamie Foxx was real well there. Yes, look, that was a great movie. Okay, so Die Hard, Die Hard 2, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Those are the three that are must-see, I think. Those are the three that really need to be seen. The others, not so much. Maybe four, but you know, you you're starting to you know get a little tiresome. Um, so I went with Die Hard, of course. I mean, yippee kaye, motherfucker. Yes, mother. Yes, Nizam, you're right on it. Lethal Weapon. Look, I have this in my queue on my IPTV because I watch this movie all the time. Lethal Weapon, one, two, three, four, boom, 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 boom. All of them. I watch all of them. At least every other month, I watch them. I love, look, Mel Gibson, yeah, he turned out to be a nutcase. I get it. But those movies were fantastic movies. Mel Gibson was great back then. And he went a little nutty. I don't know. I'm not him. I can't speak for what goes through his mind. But as far as those movies, they were great. And yes, I do like Bad Boys. Um, I actually forgot that on my list. So, so yes, I would put Bad Boys for sure on the list. S second one was great. Not as good as the first one, though. Um, I thought Going to Cuba was a little over the top. A little over the top. Entertaining, though. Entertaining, though. Um, Bad Boys for Life was not nearly as good. But I still love Martin. You know, I I think he's 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 funny. Martin is funny. So yes, I would actually put Bad Boys one and two on the must see list. Um, I also have Serpico with Al Pacino on the list. It goes back a little. Um, not sure if it's eighties or if it's seventies. But it's still a great movie and another must-see. 
Um, Beverly Hills Cop 1 and 2 are on that list. Please don't watch 3. <laughs> Please don't watch 3. Um, but Eddie Murphy, awesome. Awesome Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, you can even throw 48 Hours in there as well, the first one. Because um, Nick Nolte and Eddie Murphy together were fantastic as well. Uh, mm, look, I like Steven Seagal movies, but I would never put any of them as a must-see. None of them. Like, I love Above the Law and Hard to Kill you know those are those are good movies, but they none of them are must see. You can you don't need to see those. Uh, uh, Heat I think is overrated. Heat is overrated. I'm telling you now, it's overrated. Yes, I know it's kind of you know epic. I didn't like it as much as a lot of other movies and I don't think it's I think it's not a must see. Training Day however must see. Like Denzel you know as the heavy in the movies that's a must see. Um and that leaves us with two one is The Departed. Um the Departed is kind of an amazing movie. Um, it has the best ending of probably any movie I've ever seen, mostly because you're so stunned at the end. And um, and it is a must-see. And, of course, look, all these cop movies don't happen if there's no Dirty Harry. Without Dirty Harry, you have nothing. None of these movies exist without Dirty Harry because, like Clint Eastwood, you know, feel lucky, punk. You know, Dirty Harry starts all these movies. Um, I did like The Negotiator, not a must see. I love me some Samuel L. Let me tell you, Samuel L. is awesome, but not a must see. So, um, so yeah, so Dirty Harry is the cop of all cops. You know, I mean, you gotta, that's what you gotta watch. That's what you gotta watch. So those are the movies that, you know, we, we decided that that was where it was at. And, um, I guess that pretty much sums up the list for today. And I know it ran a long show. Usually I do these in like 10 minutes. <laughs> but I wanted to do something special today. So I did. And hopefully you all enjoyed. And we'll see you next time.